0: How do you challenge a thinking trap? Once you realize that you struggle or participate with these thinking traps, these automatic negative ways of thinking, how do you challenge such ways of thinking? Like, how do we get out of them? It's like, great, I know that I do this, now what, right? The process to change is very intentional. It requires awareness. So, in today's episode of The Liz Show, we're gonna talk about how to challenge thinking traps so you can start to create better awareness and get the freedom you're after. Because again, these are automatic negative ways of thinking. Thinking traps sometimes try to tell our minds that something isn't really true. And you got to remember that perspective is a little funny. And your narration, like what you tell yourself on an unconscious basis is really going to direct your path. It's going to direct the stimuli that your brain filters in for you to recognize. So understand that these thinking traps are inaccurate thoughts. And they typically reinforce negative thinking, negative emotions. It's going to reinforce that negative perspective perspective that negative bias that you've developed unconsciously throughout the years and the thoughts might sound rational the thoughts might sound accurate but realistically they are only serving you to feel bad about yourself and if you want to be that high performer if you want to achieve the great 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 high standards you're after if you want to make the impossible possible then we can't afford to have negative biases about ourselves we can't afford to think poorly about ourselves because that's going to hinder our overall performance. So what I want us to work on in this very quick episode of The Liz Show is to start to understand when these thinking traps are coming into play, but also for us to start to challenge them. And that's what we're gonna focus on today is learning how to challenge the thinking traps. So as the days and weeks progress, we can really bring our awareness to when we're participating in them. So then we can move to the next step, which is challenging the thinking traps. Now, over time, by refuting or challenging these thoughts, the thinking traps will actually slowly begin to diminish. And you're going to begin to automatically start thinking a bit more balanced, rational, and objective. And it's going to be a slow process. You might not even realize it until you go and hang around a friend who maybe struggles with negative thinking more than you do. So it's one of those things where the growth is going to happen, but you might not recognize it off the back. So let's get into challenging our thinking traps and i'm going to keep this super broad super basic because i think if we can understand the foundation it's easier to tweak it now if you're multitasking come back to me because this is really important you have to bring your unique self to the table so i'm going to give you like the generic formula if you will but make sure you decorate it and polish it and change the colors and change the way you see it in that unique perspective that only you hold because this is going to make the transformation that much more powerful and that much more effective so again most thinking traps are inaccurate negative ways of thinking they're automatic they just happen so we have to challenge them challenging them is going to be helpful because also it's going to help you start to be more intentional with your thinking part of being intentional with your thinking is checking in with your thoughts it's saying hey what am i thinking in this moment you know am i am i really in the weeds of life or do I need to go to that eagle eye view I tell my clients consistently that if you want to make objective and sound decisions you have to always remain at that eagle eye view which takes self-control it takes awareness it it takes intentionality it takes practice and it takes loving yourself and using that reflection and not beating yourself up when you're like oh I made the wrong decision again but instead saying like okay we can learn from this let's visualize how I'm going to do it in the future and move forward. Because you have to remember that our perceptions have enormous impact on our emotions and what we believe we can achieve. Perception can mean the difference between seeing something as a challenge and seeing something as a survival situation. So I'm going to go through a quick process to help you start to challenge your thinking traps so that you can start to be more responsive and intentional and refrain from going towards that automatic negative way of thinking. Now, since it's automatic, it's going to take reflection to capture it. But if we can learn the framework and the structure, it's going to be easier for you to catch it. Like think about it this way. When you learn how to play golf, golf makes more sense to you. When you learn how to fish effectively, fishing seems more fun and it's more exciting because you understand the aspect of it. So it's really hard to catch something you're not aware or not really sure on. So I'm going to kind of teach you the games of challenging thinking traps, because when we know the rules of the game, it's easier to play it. I hope that makes sense. So number one, you want to identify the situation. You know, what just happened before you had a strong emotional reaction? Or what was your thinking that made you think you only had this or that option? Because sometimes it goes back to our childhood. Maybe mom only really ever gave you binary choices, or maybe dad only gave you binary choices. So if that's going to be the case, then it's going to be easier for you to can, kind of see one or two options in the future. But what were your emotions like? Were you anxious? Were you angry? Were you feeling guilty, irritable, sad, shame, fear, and so forth? Or, or was it a combination? Because we do have primary and secondary emotions. And so may, maybe it's like a mixture of a few. The next thing that you can do is rate the strength of your emotions. Some people find this effective. I haven't seen a lot of linear thinkers to see it effective, but just kind of take a uh, awareness, take note of that emotion, and then identify the thought, you know, even articulate the thought, say it out loud, write it down. It's amazing how funny things sound or appear when we either write it down or we speak it out. And then I want you to question it. So once you've kind of gotten the insight or the big picture of your thought, I want you to question it. Number one, you know, what type of thinking trap would this be? Go through the list, they're easy to remember. And a lot of times, I'm just going to tell you big picture from doing this for so long now, a lot of times they fall into all or nothing thinking. So take notice of that and then alter. But nonetheless, are, are you guitar? Catastrophizing? are you doing all or nothing thinking are you are you saying that your feelings are facts and you know I have that free quiz what thinking trap is limiting your performance on my website ElizabethLewis.com, That scores you in the 17 the most common thinking traps so you really have no excuse to not know what your main thinking trap is because i've created a quiz that's going to tell you and it's so accurate it's crazy so please take that quiz it's free and it's going to help you get ahead of what your thinking traps are because once you know them then you can move into challenging them so go and take that quiz It's at elizabethlewis.com and Lewis is L-O-U-I-S. So let's go back to those questions. Once you realize what you're participating with, once you realize like, oh my goodness, I just did all or nothing thinking or man, I'm seeing my emotions as absolute facts right now, then you can kind of make that calibration and use these questions. Number one, do I have enough information to support my conclusion? You know, what's the evidence for this? Where can I prove this to be true? Is this thought a habit of mind? In other words, is this one of those automatic negative ways of thinking that I think like? Does my mom do do this? Does my dad, my brother, or so forth do this a lot? Like, is this a habitual way of thinking? Is is this way of thinking what I've been exposed to throughout the years where I just automatically think this way? I'm not putting much thought or effort. It's just my assumption and moving forward. And and when you do that, it's it's your brain on autopilot. We're not very effective on autopilot. You know, the other thing you can do, especially if you have trauma in your past, is let's go there. Let's go to that worst case scenario. So, whatever you're catastrophizing, let's go there. If this worst thing that I'm seeing in my mind's eye were to happen, how would I deal with it? And have I dealt with situations like this before in my past? Or do I have the skills today that could help me maybe show up as that higher version or my ideal self or my best version? And another thing you can say is, what would I tell a friend? What would I tell that thing that I love the most? And how would I talk to that thing? Because, you know, as you navigate these thinking traps, it's so important you give yourself that love, that compassion. The other thing you want to do is start to generate alternative responses. You know, once you identify the thinking trap, and again, the free quiz of what thinking trap is limiting my performance is on my website, elizabethlewis.com. ElizabethLewisLOUIS.com. Go there, take it. It's going to be so much fun. It's really quick. It'll take five minutes or less, but you'll get a score of 17 thinking traps. So you will get scored on how often or likely you are to participate in 17 of the most common thinking traps. So once you've identified your thinking traps, once you're able to identify you're in a thinking trap, then you want to start to challenge the thought. And we've gone through those questions, you know, where's their evidence? How can I support this to be true? Is this a habit of mine? If this was worst case scenario, how would I deal with it? And how would I talk to a friend about the same situation? Once you go through those questions, now generate alternative thoughts. Like really Really leverage expansive thinking, because I'll tell you, the more you can encompass expansive thinking into this process, the, the more likely you are to create neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity works most effectively when we think expansively, because it like radically shakes up our neurons, you could say, and will create those new pathways. And if you continue to think expansively, if you continue to challenge yourself and find those alternative responses, then you really start to gain more and more freedom. Because the world is your oyster. You know, we say that a lot. I like to say the world's your your science lab. Like go experiment, go have fun, go go change your beliefs. You know, if you really believe something is true, you're going to see that it happens and that you can find it in the world. You are only limited by your visions. Isn't that crazy? Like man is only limited by what he, she, or they can see. And I think that's pretty extraordinary because you really do hold more power. But nonetheless, I'm getting on a ramble and I want to keep this focused. So once you've identified and were able to challenge, generate as many alternative responses as you can. possibly can, use that expansive thinking, and then come back to that emotion if that did work for you. You can re-rate your emotion and you can go from there. Now this is going to take effort. This is going to take practice. If you mess up or don't do it to your liking the first few times, that's okay. Give yourself a break. Give yourself some grace. You know, give yourself a hug. Say you're doing your best. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about distancing yourself through thinking traps. So some neuroplasticity techniques that you can use to leverage that change and really start to grow your awareness and create new pathways so you stop participating in those automatic negative ways of thinking. Are they going to be forever gone? Probably. Probably not, but the goal is to distance and challenge and start to get further and further and further away from the dock. You know, if you have... 4,000 thinking traps in a day and we can get you to 3,500 that's success and if we can get you then to 1,200 that's amazing and then if we can get you to having three or four throughout the day that's really successful and that's going to have some emotional maturity and awareness and just brilliance all around when you get there. So if you liked this episode thank you for listening and please share it to one friend make sure you go to elizabethlewis.com to take that free quiz to identify what thinking trap is limiting your performance. And thank you so much for listening to The Liz Show. And remember, you can make anything possible. I believe in you. I've seen people make the impossible possible. Every day, you can do this. I am rooting for you. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great one, guys.